If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-378-8005 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-378-8005. That's 800-378-8005. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready, and health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-913-8914. That's 800-913-8914. 800-913-8914. Are you getting the most out of your Medicare plan? Are you sure? You'll want to write down a very important phone number that can assure you're receiving your full benefits. Many people with Medicare are eligible for plans that include extra benefits, in addition to those found in original Medicare. Benefits like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage. Call now at 1-800-521-7617 to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. In addition to hospital and medical coverage at no extra cost, you can also get coverage for prescription drugs, dental, hearing, vision, and more. In many areas, Plans with benefits are available with $0 co-pays for many services, $0 monthly premiums, or $0 deductibles. That's hospital, medical, prescription drug, dental coverage, and more included in one plan with premiums that may be as low as $0 a month. Call now to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. Call 1-800-521-7617. That's 1-800-521-7617. Moving can be one of the most stressful things you'll ever do. And at Moving APT, we specialize in taking the stress and strain out of your move. Whether you have a one-bedroom apartment or a 10-bedroom mansion, you can feel safe and confident that Moving APT will get the job done on time, hassle-free, and at the guaranteed lowest price. That's right, we will meet or beat any quote. That's our price match guarantee. At Moving APT, we never sacrifice quality or service. Licensed, bonded, and insured, you always get the best price. So if you're planning an out-of-state move within the next 30 to 60 days and you need a full-service moving company, you owe it to yourself to give us a call. We do it all, packing all your belongings, moving and unpacking. Leave the stress and strain behind and call Moving APT, America's number one interstate movers now. For a free quote, give us a call. 800-209-9350. 800-209-9350. 800-209-9350. Or 
com and welcome to it. And um, so we're going to go to our next guest. Tim, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us a little about yourself. Hey, well, uh, first of all, uh, happy whatever today is, Sunday, I guess. It's Sunday, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, hey, uh, I'm Tim. I am... Uh, I do a lot of different things, but I am in a band right now that is called Sonic Octane, and we're uh, doing some exciting things, and uh, that's it. I'm in Denver, Colorado right now, and I'm uh, patiently awaiting the big Super Bowl coming up today, because the Super Bowl has a big, uh, a big, you know, it's a big place in my family, uh, as, uh, interestingly enough, my dad was the man that won the most Super Bowl rings on earth. And he had the most rings until the coach of the Patriots tied him and passed him over the last few years. (laughs) And uh, so every Super Bowl is a uh, kind of a big deal in my home. My my two twin boys were born on Super Bowl Sunday. Wow! Interestingly enough, and uh, uh, you know, I worked in pro football most of my life. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And then I chose the chose the career of music uh, because that just felt a little better to me. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome we have got a great guest with us today tim joins us today from sonic octane and uh yeah. you guys have a uh, a a pretty big uh song the reckoning we're going to be playing that here in a few moments but uh before we do that uh how did you get interested in in music um well, I'll tell you, um, you know, as I kind of mentioned, my dad, my dad, when I was younger, um, he definitely played a lot of, uh, he, he, he had this, I remember he had like a reel to reel player, you know, I, I guess That's you call it a awesome. player. Yep, and, yep. And seriously, and then he had these big headphones with these big, big, big orange foam cones, you know, <laughs> that, that went over yes. my ears and, and he, he would play the Eagles. And uh, and Fleetwood Mac, of course, rumors and and all the all of that great uh, early, you know, I, I don't know if it's American music. No, it's not American. I guess only one of the people in the band is or two two are American. So I guess I don't know really where Fleetwood Mac's from, but uh, uh, I do know <laughs> That's that. Awesome. <laughs> you know, well, I started saying it, and then I'm like, wait, uh, I know the bass player and the keyboard player, and you know, Christy McVie and her husband. I know they're. British, and I know. Wait a minute! I, isn't isn't Mick Fleetwood from from the UK as well? So then I was just like, okay. So excuse my uh, no. My, you're my good. You're fantastic. Blabbering about that, but my dad would listen to um, you know the Eagles and, and and Fleetwood Mac, and he was a big fan of uh, what I call classic country. I, I I personally am not a big fan of of today's country, just because it all kind of seems the same. And I'm sure that they would say the same thing about rock or techno or pop or whatever, but uh, uh, the classic Waylon and Willie, and uh, I don't think he, I don't think he was into Johnny Cash or anything, but but just Waylon Jennings and, of course, Merle Haggard and all that good classic country, so he'd play all that stuff for me, and, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I mean, how can you not enjoy the Eagles, oh, yeah. in my opinion, the greatest, yeah. greatest American band ever, yes, in indeed. my opinion, yes, uh, but it, it, and that doesn't mean I'm a big fan because i'm my you know my favorite band's rush and it's been rush since i was a little little, <laughs> Lee, little one. Oh man and pe- people people 
try and tell me I try and sound like Eddie Lee sometimes, and I'm like, I don't try. <laughs> That's I awesome. Just, I just don't have much of a much of a low voice. But uh, so <laughs> I also have three. You're great. You know, I also have three older sisters, and I have one that's ten years older than me. One that's five and one that's about two and a half years older than me. So um, hearing what they're playing on their record players uh, when I was younger, um, definitely I tried to be like the sister that was closest to me, the one that hated me the most, of course, because I was in her business all the time. But uh, she was listening to, she started to, I think she got a Kiss album in about 1977-ish. And, um, and then... I we had HBO. My dad was nice enough to steal HBO somehow, where we got <laughs> all our TVs. And, and I guess I don't like to use the word liberal because because then people might think, you know. But when I say liberal, I mean kind of like eh, it's okay, not a big deal. So I had like HBO in my bedroom when I was like eight years old. I remember watching like like The Exorcist and some of these movies that were on. And my parents weren't weren't much for monitoring that back in the 70s so so i grew up pretty quickly uh watching hbo in my room with my door locked and and hiding under the covers at times but uh kiss had a concert um and i i want to say it was the from the love gun tour and i'm not sure but they had a concert that would play on hbo and i just was you know my 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 jaw on the floor watching these guys and still to this day it, it doesn't mean i'm the biggest kiss fan but uh, I look at Gene Simmons and I'm like, that is like the coolest thing that dude <laughs> still to this day. I'm a grown up, and I if I saw that guy, you know, in a dark alley, I would run because that's, <laughs> that's just that makeup and, and the whole the whole presence. I was a you know to jump forward for a second. I was a big fan of all the uh, and and again, parents back then got it all wrong, thinking oh we're evil and we're worshiping the devil or something. But I loved Ozzy. And Sabbath, uh, Dio Sabbath, and 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 Wasp, and all of these bands that just had that tinge of uh, wonder. You know, usually they were singing about anti-devil stuff and anti that kind of stuff, and just singing the stories about medieval times and stuff. But parents seemed to think that that meant that they were embracing it, and which, which was ridiculous. But but I loved that, and that's what I loved about Gene Simmons. You just didn't know. You heard all the. All the all the funny stories. So that made me really like that kind of stuff because because you just did kind of like watching a horror movie. You don't like what's happening in the movie, but you just you get the feelings when you watch like a ghost movie or a ghost show. You know, ghost hunters, things like that. You just get those feelings of just you know whatever wonder, and you're just like, oh my god, this is creepy. And some people like that. So Kiss definitely jumped out at me, and then my sister moved to ACDC just for a little bit and I followed her to that and I was still a Kiss fan and then and then I got and then she started playing Permanent Waves the Rush album and, and I just was like oh okay that's it that's it for me because there's nobody better than them <laughs> and I could tell that in fourth grade fourth grade I was like no I nobody's going to be better than those guys like like music nobody's going to be better than those guys no well awesome. at least to me yeah you know you know I dude I totally understand people preferences and then it got to be this thing where it was like either zeppelin or rush if you're a zeppelin guy you're not a rush guy and if you're a rush guy you're not a zeppelin guy i mean some people like both and that was fine but it was always the argument and i just was always like i just like the stuff produced like pink floyd stuff i just like it produced and sounding really really 
clean and good, and, and I didn't love the sound of Jimmy Page's, not, not sloppy play, but just loose, bluesy, turn the marshal up, and that's about it, um, sound. I, I was more of a, sound, a fan of, and to this day it comes into the Sonic Octane stuff, of just the studio, you know, a hundred guitar tracks, and then you just you mix them correctly, and then you make sure every note sounds perfect. And, and, and so I was a big fan of that. So that's really where my love came from. I, you know, just like everybody, the pots and the pans, um, getting them out with some pencils or whatever I could do to be like Peter Chris, and then attempt to be like Neil Peart, but you can't do much Neil Peart on uh, a couple pots and pans and some wooden spoons. Um, I mean, you can't do much of Neil Peart on a big... 35 piece <laughs> either because yes, yes. Neil Peart is Neil Peart and, and I actually did have a drummer once that could do Neil's solo to a T where you're just like wow like with all the cowbells every part of it to a T but you know what he couldn't do he couldn't play Highway to Hell if you ask him to play an ACDC <laughs> song <laughs> oh, it was awesome. too simple the guy and I knew dude I played with guitar players too like that that they're like doing Cliffs of Dover with a bag over their head with one hand and then, hey, can you play uh, Highway to Hell? And they're like, uh, well, I could try, but there's no way I can stay in rhythm because th- their brains are all, you know, twisted and contorted in a weird way where they can do these yeah. great things. But uh, yeah. I'm, I'm blabbering, but it was that. No, no, was no, like, you're good, you're good. I'm, in, I'm enjoying all this, good. my friend. We're, we're, we're going to be good. we're gonna be playing your song, The Reckoning, here in a few moments. Tell me a little bit about The Reckoning. Right. Well, um... Definitely, I am from a town that over the last 25 years, unfortunately, well, let's say 20, 20 years, um, kind of got a black eye, and instead of being known as a ski town um, or the Olympics or, or the Mile High City, um, for a while we, we had the Columbine uh, thing, and then we had the Aurora shooting, and that, that's literally I could pick up a rock and hit that movie theater for my house pretty much and and interestingly enough a side note i was going through old videotape because i'm uh i'm 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 revisiting some of my really old bands and and i had a video once i was driving and i saw some helicopters and i looked up and i was going to pick up softball uniforms or something next thing you know i'm i'm next to columbine and i literally have a video camera and i'm videoing early before they had any information they were just there were cops and ambulances and nobody knew so that's very it was crazy i was watching this video the other day and i'm like i literally videoed a girl running up the hill crying so i i and, and then she met with her dad and they were hugging and i'm just like and nobody knew yet of yes. what fully yes. happened there they just knew about the gun so um so those things are, are close to my heart a little bit uh you know obviously in a negative way oh what horrible things and i have kids that are in yeah, uh, school yeah. right now, so you think about that. But uh, also, we went. To, um, so, so I was talking to Robert, our uh, guitar player, and the guy that kind of founded the band. And uh, you know, we really wanted to make a difference. We, you know, there were bands in the '60s and early '70s that really tried to send a message. And Woodstock was a wonderful collaboration of all those bands and trying to make a difference. And they were anti this, anti that, or and that's fine. Everybody has yeah, their, yeah. their 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 right to do whatever they want, but. For us, it's definitely, we really want to, and what are we going to do? Just guys singing about something, you know, how are we going to wake anybody up? But we want to attempt to. So when we have interviews and we talk to people, 
and we have any press at all, we like to just bring up, of course, we are, who isn't, we're anti-violence. Oh, great. Well, I'm anti-getting hit with a rock in the head. So, like, like, how does that make, you know, everybody can be anti-stupid things that you say like that. But, of course, we're all anti-that. And, and, and we're not getting into the anti-gun. We're not any of that. We believe everybody has their rights and they can yep, they, they yep, do yep, what they want. But, yep. we're def- but we've, you know, with that, it, it really was, it, 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 it's from the perspective of a, of a student in the song. Perfect, and, perfect. Uh, well, I'm, well like, I'm, I'm up against the clock here, brother. I gotta got to play it. this song here. I want to get this in. So, but before we do this, before we do this, give us your social media and everything because I'm 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 running behind here. I got to play your song, but I want people to check your stuff out, man. Great, great, great. It's just uh, go to sonicoctane.com for the website and just look up Sonic Octane or Sonic Octane Band on Facebook. And then uh, I, 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 you know, I wish I knew the Twitter, but I know you can find it from. We're good. We're good. SonicOctane.com's a website. I gotta go, my friend. But we're gonna go play the song, The Reckoning. Thank you, brother. There he goes. We gotta go right now. Moving can be one of the most stressful things you'll ever do. And at Moving APT, we specialize in taking the stress and strain out of your move. Whether you have a one-bedroom apartment or a 10-bedroom mansion, you can feel safe and confident that Moving APT will get the job done. On time, hassle-free, and at the guaranteed lowest price. That's right, we will meet or beat any quote. That's our price match guarantee. At Moving APT, we never sacrifice quality or service. Licensed, bonded, and insured, you always get the best price. So if you're planning an out-of-state move within the next 30 to 60 days and you need a full-service moving company, you owe it to yourself to give us a call. We do it all, packing all your belongings, moving and unpacking. Leave the stress and strain behind and call Moving APT, America's number one interstate movers, now. For a free quote, give us a call. 800-209-9350. 800-209-9350. 800-209-9350. Are you getting the most out of your Medicare plan? Are you sure? You'll want to write down a very important phone number that can assure you're receiving your full benefits. Many people with Medicare are eligible for plans that include extra benefits, in addition to those found in original Medicare. Benefits like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage. Call now at 1-800-521-7617 to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. In addition to hospital and medical coverage at no extra cost, you can also get coverage for prescription drugs, dental, hearing, vision, and more. In many areas, Plans with benefits are available with $0 copays for many services, $0 monthly premiums, or $0 deductibles. That's hospital, medical, prescription drug, dental coverage, and more included in one plan with premiums that may be as low as $0 a month. Call now to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. Call 1-800-521-7617. That's 1-800-521-7617. Sometimes life is wonderful. And sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, 
you need to give us a call right now. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-913-8914. That's 800-913-8914. 800-913-8914. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-378-8005 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-378-8005. That's 800-378-8005. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer have a forensic audit of the 2.1 million Maricopa County ballots as well as the 23 Dominion voting machines. We will not rest until this is done because Arizona could change the world. Because if Arizona's audit comes the way we think it's going to, guess what? It's going to match or be even worse than Antrim County, Michigan. And then what's going to happen is Wisconsin's going to say, hey, you know what? We're going to use the same audit and find out for ourselves. <laughs> and then Pennsylvania, and then Georgia, and then Nevada, and then Michigan, and then Virginia. And we may have what I'm praying for, and I'll go on record to say it, a constitutional crisis. I am praying for a constitutional crisis. Why? Because if we can get to a point where all of the voter fraud is now exposed for all of America to see with, you know, with their own eyes and hear with their own ears, regardless of what happens next week or doesn't happen with the illegal and criminal impeachment trial, then what can happen is, what do we do next? What is the remedy? Is the military going to go in and remove the fraudulently elected dictator? Perhaps. Is another thing where President Trump would then be awarded the presidency because he's the one is that's the rightful winner, perhaps? Could another version be that he files an immediate writ of quo warranto to the D.C. Circuit Court where their jurisdiction lies? And if it goes to the Supreme Court, they'd have to make a decision. I don't know what the outcome would be, but I will tell you this. I want a, a constitutional crisis to come in the next few weeks because that means that we have finally gotten the American people and the rest of the states that were cheated as well to see that this is a fraudulent election. IQ Rizzoli. <laughs> what do you think? Well, look, I, I wish him luck. I mean, he knows more about these things than I do, obviously, and he's in the action. But we are concentrating on COVID. We're concentrating on the crisis in America. But the most important crisis is the war in the Middle East. It's looming every it day. It is looming. The pitch is coming up and up and up. And Biden is now... Literally, he's siding with Iran 
against both Israel, Saudi Arabia, and the Gulf states. Yeah. Personally, I, I see absolutely no other choice for Israel but to attack. And I'm not, you know, people keep saying Iran's assets are dispersed all over. Yes, they are dispersed all over the place. But there are three items, three places, if they can destroy them, it will put them back for 10, 15 years. And that's all they have to do. And they will do it. But people are not concentrating on this. China, on the other hand, is pushing Biden both in, on Hong Kong, in fact, and on Taiwan, and now about the Uyghurs in China and Tibet. So look for the foreign affairs. I honestly think hell will break loose. What do you think, George? Yeah, what, what do you think, Don, Josh? What, what do you guys think about that? You know, uh, I, I think uh, um, I wish you all power in the world. I just don't think that um, uh, maybe I'm uh, 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 a little uh, less sanguine than you are. Uh, I, I just think we've gone too far. And, and we should just be looking ahead to the 22 election. I think what's been going on in this country is, has been abominable. But uh, what has always made this country great is we've always moved on. And if we don't move on, um, we, we stand a real chance of uh, uh, destroying this country. Because uh, we should be finding ways to getting together not finding ways to further split. Don, I respectfully disagree because, number one, we are working on 2022. President Trump is working on 2022. We are working with state legislatures to change election laws. However... Josh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but the worst thing that's happening today is President Trump. I admire the man, but, you know, um, George Washington had it right. He went home after two terms. He, he, yeah, uh, we all the agree. The president of the screwed. United States won the election. Screwed. No, 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 got, no, no. See, this is where screwed. I disagree with you. The president of the United States won this election. And if we don't fix what has gone wrong right now, you can kiss 2022 and 2024 goodbye because there are millions of Republicans that will never vote for the Republican Party ever again under any circumstances because they don't trust the process, and we're playing right into the psychological operation that the Democrats set for the Republican Party by stealing this election, knowing that they would demoralize and get to the Republicans to be in a situation where they wouldn't want to vote anymore so that the Democrats can stay in power. So that's why I vehemently disagree with you 100%. This is not Trump's fault. This is the Democrats, and it needs to be rectified. We cannot just put this behind us and say, oh, well, that happened. No. We're going to move on. That is insanity. Insanity. Well, 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 President Trump, ex-President Trump, ex Trump uh, uh, unfortunately, does it the wrong way. Uh, and uh, we need, the Republican Party needs a different leader at this time. Uh, to lead it forward. I don't disagree with anything you're saying, Josh. I'm disagreeing with, uh, with, the, with the man and how, how he's done it. Uh, his way, unfortunately, 
uh, is the wrong way right His now. His way made America the greatest, most freest, most prosperous nation on earth within a four-year period. And if he had another four years, it would break even more records. President Trump has never been the problem since day one. It's always been the fact of the Republican Party establishment and the Democrats ganging up on him, which is why, and I disagree with my good close buddy, Roger Stone, who thinks that we need to rebuild the Republican Party. Absolutely not. There's nothing to rebuild and there's no votes to steal or take away from the other side when that other side doesn't exist anymore. Trust me, I know there is no such thing as a Republican Party right now. It is gone. It is in the ash heap of history. The only thing that's going to save this nation is starting a third party because no. you'll have 60 to 70 million people join that party and leave the Republican Party, leave the establishment, leave the rhinos and everything else. There's no question about it. There's no splitting of votes. You can't split votes that don't exist anymore. OK, trust me on this. A third party is the only thing that's going to save this nation. I will be pushing for it every single day. President, whatever President Trump did, you cannot uh, underestimate the, the, the contributions uh, that uh, Senator McConnell did and the Republican Party, because uh, it is still a three-part government. And if the Republicans, uh, Trump led, but the Republicans followed, and they gave him everything. I, uh, I'm sorry. If, uh, if you look at the four years, and I don't care what it is, Trump got the megaphone, but they but they they uh, got the water. To get, they carried the water to get it, uh, to get it accomplished, in the laws and everything else. Uh, uh, you know, if, if you look at, um, I, I I I I don't love uh, arguing with you, Josh. I think <laughs> you've done a, a heck of a job. I admire you. I. I uh, uh, and I admire what you're trying to do, but I really firmly believe that the, that the future lies with the two parties system, not a fractured uh, three parties system. Sorry, I, to, sorry to disagree with you, Don. I'm sorry to disagree <laughs> with you vehemently. The two party system failed. Trump was winning for the first three years, 100%. It was coronavirus which destroyed him. Yes. And the coronavirus was unleashed deliberately. I don't deliberately. care what anybody Thank you. Absolutely. So let us uh, not, I don't like splitting hairs. You know me, I speak <laughs> truthfully. I speak bluntly. Nobody was equal to Trump in the first three years. Nobody in the history of America. Absolutely. absolutely. Not even Washington Thank or Lincoln. Thank could, not agree more, could, agree, um, could not agree with you more. You're absolutely right. But could I just jump in here and, uh, oh, I am jumping in, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, got my vaccine, I got my vaccine shot uh, two weeks ago. Now, I've seen um, emergency uh, 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 operations around the world. But here in Jacksonville, I saw the finest example of uh, an emergency a medical uh, process that I've seen any place in the world, and, and I've seen a lot of them over the 50 years. But you know what was most, uh, most impressive about it is the the patients, the police, the the medical people, 
They were working together. Okay? We were in line, uh, uh, white, black, orange, I don't care what they were, mm. uh, uh, you know? Uh, uh, when Americans come together, they can do things better than any, anybody else in the world. You are Not absolutely true. right. You are but correct, nothing, but, but let, me, let, me, let me interject. When you talk about the unity and the unity that we saw after 9-11, after that attack, you had both parties in unison, obviously, you know, supporting the country. But what you had with coronavirus is you had one party out of power that literally, that literally said, we now have an opportunity to take over this country and we can use this virus as a divisive, yes. dividing tactic. Okay in Agreed. order to steal the upcoming election. Uh, and if agreed. you don't think that that was put into plan in about, let's say, March of 2020, then you're not paying attention. No, because in no. March of 2020, I actually went out and said in video and on radio and everywhere else that this was done deliberately by the Chinese with the help of the Democrats. USA Today wrote a full page article on what I said and they said that I'm a conspiracy theorist. They put a picture up, listen to this. There's a picture up of me, David Duke, no, no joke, the Ayatollah of Iran, and I can't remember who the, who the fourth person was, in a block image, and they said, right-wing extremist conspiracy theorists think that China and the Democrats unleash this virus. Well, who's been correct this whole time? I have. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more, and, and I was saying it as well. I nearly got uh, kicked off Fox because of that. Uh, I couldn't agree with you, Josh. We're we're not disagreeing on what happened, or what what we're disagreeing upon is how you combat combat it. And as long as you uh, <laughs> you you know, I have to read the New York Times every day. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. I have to. It's, it's, it's part of being a journalist. It's unfortunate, but true. <laughs> it's unfortunate, okay? but true. Um, um, <laughs> and if you, you, you read it, uh, they just announced uh, uh, the, the Times Literary Supplement has celebrated its 125th bir uh, birthday this year, um, anniversary. And, you know, they could not help, and in their announcement about it, taking a shot at Trump. <laughs> of course they Trump. did. Uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, at That's some point... That's why we call it the New York Slimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but as long as the media, and as long as that, as our guest today got knocked off the air, and knocked off of her, her uh, platform, and people... 5,000, when President Trump was knocked off, 5,000 other people were knocked off as well. Well, it wasn't done by a government agency, it was done by a private enterprise who decided. And if you want to see something illuminating, there's a um, story today where the head of the, 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 head of the, the uh, group that decides who uh, could stay on the Facebook and who can't, gave an interview that if, if he had given that interview 10 years ago, they would have lynched him. He, in effect, <laughs> said, well, we decide who, who uh, we decide. 
Well, who made them king? Right. Okay. I, I Don, mean, Don, all you have to learn and know about the Republican Party of 2021 and why it needs to be sent to the ash heap of history is the fact that they supported to keep Lynn Cheney, by the way, the <laughs> biggest mistake Dick Cheney's ever made, uh, but I digress. So they want to keep Lynn Cheney, who voted to impeach the president, who's not even in office, but yet they want to remove from Congress Marjorie Taylor Greene, <laughs> who sticks up for the president and is one of us, a national populist who loves this country. That's all you need to know about how this party is done, broken, and needs to go away like the Whigs. Okay? That's what it needs to do. But, but, and I but, could use a wig. <laughs> That's awesome. Don, go, go ahead. Finish this up, then we'll go to IQ. No, no I, I defer to IQ. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I no, love you, honest, Don. Look, I honestly believe if Donald Trump creates the party, the Patriotic Party or Patriot Party, that will be the best thing that happens to America. That's, it's, it's a matter, for me, it's a matter of logic. I'm not emotional. I'm not an American citizen. <laughs> my green, by the, by the way, my green card has been delayed nine months <laughs> because of coronavirus. the alien we want to keep. <laughs> That's <you>. right. That's, <laughs> I swear, she was talking. I don't know, I don't know if the country could take you. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, if I were 30 years younger and I was an American citizen, I swear to you, I know it sounds ridiculous, but many of the people who are now against Trump wouldn't be still alive. <laughs> well, there is that. There is that. Well, uh, Don't forget, we have this maniac uh, defense secretary Highly decorated guy, just like General Mattis. I mean, has every award you could ever imagine in battle. Very, very accomplished guy. But now he wants to take, what, 60 days to root out anyone that, what, had, wore a MAGA hat for the past five years? What the hell is going on here? This is absolutely insane what this defense secretary is trying to do. Oh, well, isn't, it, isn't, isn't he? It, it, undermining America's will. I thought he was the guy that uh, he he worked for the weapons manufacturer and he couldn't be part of the Biden administration, so they just got a waiver. Because laws don't really matter. Uh, right. <laughs> that, and also, this guy was cent CENTCOM. I mean, he was, you know, as big of a general as you can possibly get. Yep. I did some yep. research on him. If you look at his military career, it's just stellar. Every single purple, you know, every single merit, award, you name it, all the promotion. I mean, the guy's got it all, but he's a psychopath. Let's face it. Yeah. I think his name is uh, Lloyd uh, Austin. This guy's insane. Absolutely insane what he wants to do. He wants to literally take people out of his own military because they support the country. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I mean it's so ass backwards here that it's dangerous, as everyone has pointed out on the on the panel today. And I don't know. I don't know what to even think about it. Well, other than the squeaky toy my dog is having. Hey, hey! I'll tell you. I I I love the squeaky toy. Uh, so IQ, as we wrap up here with you, my friend. Let's start with you. How do we get your books and everything, my man? On Amazon, lifting the veil: the true faces of Muhammad and Islam, or uh -huh. just Google my name, Alrasuli, A L R A W S W O L I. 
and a pleasure being with you as usual. Mm. Hey, uh, I don't think I feel you're going to be on Amazon too long. To <laughs> <you talk. laughs> well, uh, Don, how do we get your books and get involved with the Robotics Foundation and everything else? The National Robotics Education Foundation, the hyphen nref.org, 2SB Digest. Um, that is the two best places to, to get me. Um, that's, that's all i got to say. And Josh, keep up the good work. Yes, and uh, let's wrap things up with Josh. How do, we, uh, how do we get the website, get involved with what you're doing, everything, my friend? Very simple. Josh Bernstein Uncensored.com. Again, Josh Bernstein Uncensored.com. If it's banned on social media, that's where you'll find it. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of stuff coming. Um, I've got a new notification system in the works. Um, awesome. I've got a new Josh Bernstein Uncensored collection in the works. All American made products uh, hats, t shirts, hoodies, long sleeve, short sleeve, magnet stickers you name it. That's coming within the next two weeks. And all the stuff that's banned on social media that's too hot to even put on social media that Facebook and Twitter immediately take down is what you find now on Josh Bernstein Uncensored.com. Fantastic. Well, uh, Josh, IQ, Dawn, as always, thank you guys. And uh, we'll talk to you guys all next week. You got it. Take care. Thank you, guys. There they go. Josh Bernstein. And IQ Rizzoli and the fantastic Don Mazzella. And that about wraps it up here from our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Boda to Boda. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-378-8005 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-378-8005. That's 800-378-8005. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready, and health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-913-8914. That's 800-913-8914. 800-913-8914. Are you getting the most out of your Medicare plan? 
Are you sure? You'll want to write down a very important phone number that can assure you're receiving your full benefits. Many people with Medicare are eligible for plans that include extra benefits, in addition to those found in original Medicare. Benefits like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage. Call now at 1-800-521-7617 to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. In addition to hospital and medical coverage at no extra cost, you can also get coverage for prescription drugs, dental, hearing, vision, and more. In many areas, Plans with benefits are available with $0 copays for many services, $0 monthly premiums, or $0 deductibles. That's hospital, medical, prescription drug, dental coverage, and more included in one plan with premiums that may be as low as $0 a month. Call now to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. Call 1-800-521-7617. That's 1-800-521-7617. Moving can be one of the most stressful things you'll ever do. And at Moving APT, we specialize in taking the stress and strain out of your move. Whether you have a one-bedroom apartment or a 10-bedroom mansion, you can feel safe and confident that Moving APT will get the job done on time, hassle-free, and at the guaranteed lowest price. That's right, we will meet or beat any quote. That's our price match guarantee. At Moving APT, we never sacrifice quality or service. Licensed, bonded, and insured, you always get the best price. So if you're planning an out-of-state move within the next 30 to 60 days and you need a full-service moving company, you owe it to yourself to give us a call. We do it all, packing all your belongings, moving and unpacking. Leave the stress and strain behind and call Moving APT, America's number one interstate movers, now. For a free quote, give us a call. 800-209-9350. 800-209-9350. 800-209-9350. And welcome to it. It is the next edition of the world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We are live coast to coast and border to border. And we are going to go nation to nation, as they say. And we are going to go to our... We got to ring the group. I got to ring the group here. I don't know what we're ringing. We're ringing a group here on the old Skip Skype. We are going to be talking to all sorts of different people here in just a few moments. <laughs> we got we, 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 we got them all filing in here on our uh, on our, our and <laughs> there's Josh's uh, Josh always has some of the great greatest apparel. See the hat? Yes, I like the hat. Joe and the hoe. <laughs> Just how it works. All right, so now we're ready to start. <laughs> okay. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you perfectly, Karen. How are you? I'm all right. You can't see me, though. I need to just, because uh, uh, there was a time zone thing. Give me a second. Here. Hey, that's fine. Not not an issue. I gotta, I've, I've still got to uh, find one more member of our, of our merry troop here. If I can find uh, Don Mazella or... Uh, as I've often referred to him as the Josh Bernstein superfan. And uh, <laughs> he's got the rookie card, the Dakota ring, the whole thing. And uh, Today, uh, Today's the big 4-6 for me. What? Okay. That can is amazing. I can hear you. I can hear you um, excellently. And I think I've got Don Mazzella with us. Don, how are you, sir? I'm good. Yourself? Pretty good, actually. We have got uh, quite the show today. 
Our first guest uh, on our big program here is, of course, uh, the Gender Society Analyst, Karen Strong. I always love the uh, the titles that she has. She is a critic of feminism and an advocate for men's rights. She's based in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. She is uh, best known for her infamous YouTube channel, Girl Writes What, and she participates regularly on group men's issues uh, on a podcast known as Honey Badger Radio, and she's given presentations on feminism, men, and masculinity in Vancouver, Toronto, Ottawa, London, Detroit, Chicago, San Diego, and more, and she joins us today here on a broadcast. We also have our good friend Josh Bernstein from Josh Bernstein what is it? Josh Bernstein Uncensored.com? The big bad Uncensored. website. There it is. And of course, Don Mazella, our newspaper man, the, 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 the last real journalist on the face of this planet in some circles. And uh, I'm afraid you're right on that one. <laughs> and uh, also, I believe we're being joined by the world traveler himself, Mr. IQ Al Rizzoli. IQ, how are you, sir? I am fantastic. I'm doing very well. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good, actually. And we have got uh, quite the uh, quite the panel and quite the topic today. Um, President-elect Joe Biden, uh, on Tuesday, he named Pennsylvania Health Secretary Rachel Levine to be his Assistant Secretary of Health and Human Services. Basically, it's Pat in the White House. Karen, tell us a little bit about Dr. Levine, and then I know oh, the, the guys The guys will have some questions for you. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> obviously she's a, she's a trans person. Yes. Um, that is not my biggest... Well, I am concerned because, you know, trans people make wonderful human shields. Right. Yes. Ooh, if you want to criticize us, you're going to have to mow down all of these extremely excruciatingly, exquisitely vulnerable trans people to get to us. Um, that's that's why I think that the the entire so, social justice arm of uh, of society has has put out its pseudopod and like pulled trans people in, uh, often against their will. Yes. Because um, a lot of trans people just want to, they're like, uh, I don't want to be known as like a trans person. I, I actually just want to live my life as like the gender that I feel comfortable with and like not have anybody know. And that would be great. The problem is a lot of them look like a nose tackle for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, sure. <laughs> but, but, okay. But the thing is, right, you know, and I've seen it. I've seen it happen here in Canada for decades right yes you know you you have someone who's obviously not a biological female right but is putting in every effort that they can to present as a biological female and they go into the ladies room and nobody really gives them any trouble yes okay but now it's like because they're just trying they're just trying their hardest to pass now we have like people with full beards who you know yep. identify as as a woman right and uh, and they their one their one concession to female self identification is is a pink hoodie right and and they're <laughs> supposed to yeah you know full beard 
right? And uh, and and they're they're there to remember to refer to them, you know, as and like I'm okay. You know what my hair looks like. Well, you don't know what my hair looks like now because I, it's <laughs> the age of COVID. Okay, and uh, and they make you wear a mask in the hair salon. So I have not had a professional haircut in six months, and I have had my husband or my son do it. I had my husband do it the first time, and uh, as he was finishing up with the buzzer, right, number four attachment on the clippers, he's like, you know, I've never cut anybody else's hair before. And I looked in the mirror, and I was like, you don't say, right? And then I was like, <laughs> okay, so... I'll get I'll get my 18 year old son to do it next time, and uh, no improvement, no no improvement at all. Okay, so but you can imagine as somebody with short hair like that and fairly broad shoulders and you know all of this that that from behind somebody in the grocery line might say, "Excuse me, sir," <laughs> right? It's happened happened fairly often i i don't take offense it's like i turn around they're like oh i'm so sorry and i'm like okay what like really you're sorry about that because it doesn't bother me but <clears throat> what you're looking at is a bunch of people who are like really trying to draw attention to themselves right and yes. they're also being used to essentially I mean, Hillary was like, if you don't vote for me, you're sexist. Well, you know, if you object to Rachel Levine, um, you're transphobic. And it's like, yeah, except she, I mean, you could, you could say Cuomo maybe didn't realize that putting COVID, forcing nursing homes to take in COVID positive patients, right, would result in a catastrophe of monumental proportions, right? Yeah. Because he's, nice. he, he's not a doctor, <laughs> okay? He, he's just a scumbag. Thank but, you. Well, Josh, listening to Karen here, what, 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 what do you think about some of the things she's saying well, and about this? First and foremost, uh, Jiggy and I cut each other's hair usually about once every two years. Because <laughs> it's about as much as it takes. Well, <laughs> I, it looks like Jiggy doesn't actually need um, here, I'm going I'm to keep the snide comments and, and jokes out. I won't call her a trans testicle or anything like that. Let's be serious here for a minute. She I pulled believe... her elderly mother out of the nursing homes before she ordered the nursing homes to take in COVID-positive Well, if we're That's talking healthy. about COVID, I believe that, Andrew, that Cuomo is New York City and perhaps America's most prolific serial killer. And I've said that on the air many, many times. Whether it was intentionally yeah. or not, what he did uh, killed hundreds of thousands of people and ruined hundreds of thousands of people's lives. And so, therefore, he should be punished for that. He should be prosecuted at a minimum of second-degree murder, manslaughter type of charges. And he should not be in office. Story for another day. Let's get back to the, uh, to the it that uh, <laughs> is now in charge of the Secretary of Health's office or the attorney of it, the assistant attorney. Um, assistant Secretary assistant of Secretary Human of Services. Health. She certainly, <laughs> it certainly looks like the picture of health, I will say as well. But seriously, let's get into a serious topic. I, I think ultimately there's two things that are going on. Number one, it's societal. I think that uh, this is being pushed by media. This is being pushed by left-wing organizations to pretty much normalize any type of behavior 
whether it be homosexuality, whether it be transsexuality, whether it even be pedophilia. There are people, believe it or not, pushing to make pedophilia a classified sexual orientation, which is absolutely insane. Getting back to what I was saying, I believe that this is a mental issue. And years ago, when people would have these types of issues, you wouldn't hear about them because typically they'd be locked in somewhere getting the help that they need. I believe this is societal in a way from the media standpoint pushing it but also I think that it's uh, it's a psychological and emotional issue that people are dealing with and it's sad and it's unfortunate and I think that they need psychological help uh, I don't think they should be promoted into positions of power I don't think that they should be in women's sports I think they should be in intensive psychiatric treatment as far as I'm concerned. Okay, one thing. One thing that I would uh, here. Let me fix my headphones. Not, not, not a problem. Don, uh, uh, listening to all this, uh, while 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 Karen while Karen gets adjusted there. And say, um, many years ago, and I don't. I hate this. I'm trying to figure out how many. I interviewed Christine Jorgensen. You know who she was? Yes. She, she was the first uh, trans. Uh, a transgender person to come out of the closet and it, and uh, God rest his soul she was the most screwed up person I uh, interviewed in my first 10 years I ended up not running writing the story because I couldn't write the story because she was so she was more confused than uh, uh, some of the crazy people in the in, uh, anyway um, <laughs> Uh, uh, to my way of thinking, <laughs> the fact that we're even talking about this story uh, is, is ridiculous because uh, um, uh, to me the question is, is this woman capable of, of, the, of doing the job to which she was assigned? No one has um, talked to me, and I just looked up the story. If you look at her background, you're going to say, boy, she's the lightweight. Yet, if you read, uh, <laughs> yet the uh, the reason I believe, uh, and what did President um, Biden say in his thing? I, I wanted a transgender person, and, and by golly, it's, uh, he got one. But is the real issue here that you uh, uh, hire somebody because they're white, they're black, they're transgender? They're homosexual. I mean, we've reached the point uh, 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 where yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. There used to be times when the idea was you hired the best person. But now uh, everything is based on who the person is rather than what you, he or she can do. Yeah. And okay. Agreed. Go, go ahead, Karen. Uh, absolutely 100% agreed. And here's the thing, too, right? Because there were a bunch of Democrat states that issued executive, Democrat governors, that issued executive orders to force nursing homes to take in COVID-positive patients. Okay, and you can, you can look at some of them as like, maybe they just didn't know. Maybe they weren't up to speed on the fact that uh, the median age of death from COVID was 85, right? And they, they just didn't realize what they were doing, right? But... Rachel Levine 
pulled her mother, her elderly mother, out of a nursing home and put her into a private residence with a private carer, right, before she authorized uh, Wolf, Governor Wolf, to, to issue the executive order forcing nursing homes to take in COVID-positive patients, right? So she obviously knew, right? She mm -hmm. rescued her mother before that order took effect. She obviously knew what she was doing. And, you know, if I were a cynical person, okay, because these Democrat states, right, a lot of them are in, like, a pension crisis, <laughs> right? Their entire pension system is going broke. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. And COVID, mm. half of the people it kills are over the age of 85, which means that way more than half of the people it kills are over the age of 65 and are pensioners. Right. And uh, so if I were cynical, I might think that they were just trying to cull the herd of people collecting pensions. Right. I don't want to think that. But if I were a sociopath who was in charge of a state, that was in the midst of a pension financial crisis, I, I, you know, I might do that, right? And I can't put it past Andrew Cuomo that he's not a sociopath, right? Correct. I can't put it past any of these people, right? Because, you know, when you really think about it and when you really look into it and you do the research, you realize that the people who get into those positions of power, right, are sociopaths are overrepresented among them because sociopaths are willing to do whatever it takes and step on whoever they need to to get to those positions right so I, i'm like i'm like okay so maybe this was just like a budget decision for him i would uh, you know you know uh, I, I would hate i hate to find out that you're right <laughs> yes uh, but uh, you suspect I scary. might be. You, uh, you, uh, what, you're getting to be like uh, IQ, scaring me to death. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I am in the process of being black pilled here, right? Yeah. You know, I was in the movie The Red Pill. I red pilled a lot of people. I red pilled. I have red pilled hundreds of thousands of people, right? And yeah. I am in the process of being black pilled right now. So. You know, I, I don't know. Try and save my soul. Try and save my hope. <laughs> well, I, I think you're absolutely <laughs> correct. And here's the thing. Who votes in America, especially for conservatives and for Republicans? Those over the age of 65. So if you think about it, culling the herd, as you called it, is exactly oh, what this is. Oh, my. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you know, and, and as you get younger, as you get younger, you're more even like people you know, under 65, you know, it's like uh, the death rates, as you get younger, it, they just keep getting smaller. Yeah, let's get rid of those pesky, con you know, constitutional conservatives that believe in our founding documents and principles and values. Let's get rid of them so we or can have a younger generation of communists. Or who know about the founding documents and principles and why they exist. Like, this is the thing, right? When was the last time that civics was a mandatory course in high schools in the United States. Can 1956. <laughs> like, because, you know, because that would tell, that would, that would educate young children, you know, in junior high or middle school and high school, right? 
why the electoral college exists, why the separation of powers exists, why every state gets two senators, you know, even Wyoming, right? Wyoming has as much power in the Senate as New York state does, right? It would, it would essentially explain to them what the reasoning was behind all of that, why the executive doesn't have the right to make law, why the uh, judiciary doesn't have the right to legislate from the bench, you know, why the power of the purse is in Congress, why all of these things exist, right? Okay. Exactly. You would, you would, you would have an explanation to these people who are, you know, under 50, right? Like, the the thing that amazes well, well, me well, is that well, I know well, more. Well, I well, as a Canadian. And just say you you're making one assumption. People want to know. Well, in, I, in most cases, yeah. people don't want to know. Yeah, yeah I, but they I, don't want the students to know. I mean, yeah. you know, like I'm I'm a Canadian and I know more about the American system of government than probably half of Americans, maybe more. I know more about the United States Constitution than probably half of Americans, maybe more. And also why the Constitution was written as it was written, right? What were, what was the reasoning behind it? All of that stuff, right? Like that's not taught to American students anymore. It hasn't been taught to American students for a long time. And so when you're sort of looking at this from the outside, right, from Canada, we don't have a constitution. Our constitution, you might as well wipe your ass with it, flush it down the toilet, and then get Mr. Reuter to come in and unclog your freaking sewer line. Um, because, you know, it's it's not it's not worth the paper it's printed on, yeah. right? We right. You, actually, have, you have the Canadian Supreme Court that is about uh, as left as, you know, Hugo Chavez was, and so... Therefore, they kind of make all the decisions. But I mean, look, I graduated high school in 1993. I was born on February 4th, 1975. So today is my 46th birthday. Uh, but I remember learning about civics in school. I remember being taught civics in school. And so you figure that was the late 80s, uh, very early 90s when that was being taught. Um, I don't know. I haven't been in school for a long time, so I don't know what's being taught now. But my guess is with all the revisionist history, and the indoctrination of these younger generations to basically hate the country instead of embrace the country and embrace freedoms and everything else. They've now taught us that, you know, the, the holidays are all evil. Our founding fathers were all, you know, sinister beings and all these horrible things. And, you know, as the uh, propaganda minister for the Third Reich said, he who controls the children controls the future. And uh, that's a that's a scary thing because you're right. Even coming from Canada, they are not teaching the values and principles uh, and founding fathers and and all the wonderful things that make us America so much anymore. I mean, my own kid, who's 14 years old, his the, the class he hates the most is social studies. I said, why? It's the easiest class. He's like, I just don't like <laughs> yes. learning about all the history and the founding fathers and all that. And I try to explain to him how important that stuff is. It is the foundation and basis of who we are as Americans. And so I've been working with him on that because, again, all they care about is, you know, what's on TikTok, what's on YouTube, what's on Xbox. And they're not getting the education that we need. 
You know, I was just on a show this morning and somebody called in and said, you know what we need to do is we need to have the older generation, the folks that grew up, you know, in the 70s and 60s, they need to volunteer and go to elementary schools in particular and teach people about civics. You know, go and say, call, contact a school and say, hey, I would love to sit down with the students on a Friday afternoon and give my perspective on what makes America great. Some some schools are going to be like, no, I'm sorry, we don't want you to do that. But there's going to be others who are going to be like, you know what, that's a great idea. Come on in and do it. And I thought it was a really interesting idea, which is why I just brought it up now. <laughs> but we need the older generations to educate, or I should say re-educate them from being deprogrammed uh, by the left-wing ideological, you know, whatever you want to call it, socialist drone education system out there. Josh. Have you uh, uh, read your son's uh, history book? I have, yeah. I've gone through it. Um, they talk about, like, Bill Clinton uh, doing something wrong, but not really going in depth as to what he did. Um, they talk about, you know, him balancing the budget, but they don't talk about, you know, the 1994 Republican takeover of the House of Representatives led by Newt Gingrich and the contract with America. So yeah, it, there are things that they leave out on purpose in order to make it seem as though this person in history was so wonderful and so amazing and that he did this and he did that. And what they say about Obama is just ridiculous. Whoa. It's all about identity politics, you know, being the first black president and you know, and passing the Affordable Care Act. And it's amazing what these textbooks get away with. It's criminal. Okay, I mean it's like junior mind comp stuff. Some of it. You, you want to? Yeah. Oh, we should let our guests talk. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, before we get back to Karen, IQ listening to all this. Do you have any questions for Karen? Wow, you would open the floodgate now. <laughs> Listen, she is from Canada. I'm from yeah. Iraq, and I have exactly the same perspective. The problem you have in America is your morals have gone down the drain. You yeah. have no morals. You have no patriotism. This is why America is literally, in my opinion, another two years with this jackass, you are finished. <laughs> I'm not kidding with you. I don't want to say that. But as Josh was saying, you had 60 years of indoctrination of children by leftists. 60 years. Do you remember I said it many times on your show? It's the fault of the parents who didn't give a damn about the education of their children. Hey. Yeah. Also, it's the fault of the government. If the government told the institutions which are paid by the government, you have to educate the Constitution, yep. they would have had to. But nobody forced the issue. Even today, nobody would force the issue. And then you have, as we said, transgenderism, 0.01% uh, of humanity is equal now to 99.999% of humanity. Where's the logic? You have no logic. I'm sorry, honestly. You know, I, you know, if we're going to speak, if we're going to speak about transgenderism and logic, okay. So what's <laughs> the? Okay, what's the wisdom that's passed down from the Canadian Medical Association to family doctors and the reason that they had to actually you know uh, give some guidance to family doctors is because the gender clinics are all full the the uh, number of 
trans-identified youth, um, minors, uh, between 20, 2007 and 2016 uh, increased tenfold, right? So 10 times as many trans-identifying youth over the course of 10 years. Uh, the gender clinics can't keep up, so family doctors have to pick up the slack and they don't know what to do. Okay, so what is the wisdom? What is the wisdom passed down from on high? Don't be afraid to prescribe puberty blockers, even though there are no longitudinal long-term studies in indicating whether they have permanent detrimental effects. Um, and, uh, and also, don't be afraid to prescribe cross-sex hormone therapy to people, uh, to children as young as 13. Okay, now, if we're being logical, okay, so we know that hormones influence one's sense of self, okay? And we also know that after going through puberty, about 80% of trans-identifying youth desist in their gender dysphoria, right? They, they get over it, right? And they find out that they're just gay people of the sex that they were born as, right? Uh, most of them, right? So we're looking at, okay, so what would the logical thing be if you have a trans-identifying youth, a 12-year-old, with gender dysphoria, and you were going to prescribe hormones? You would maybe give the girls... A little estrogen and you might give the boys a little testosterone and see what happens maybe it helps them figure things out it maybe helps them reconcile their brain space with their body right that would be in my mind the logical first thing to do but the logical first thing to do in the minds of the Canadian Medical Association is to prescribe puberty blockers that will prevent them from going through a process that would effectively cure 80% of them, right? Uh, a natural process, right? And then don't be afraid to give them cross-sex hormones. And the whole argument for puberty blockers, I'm sorry, the whole argument for puberty blockers is don't allow permanent changes to the body to occur until the kid has made up his mind, okay? Um, but the argument for cross-sex hormone therapy is let's make some permanent changes to the body at age 13. Like, none of it makes any sense. And all of these kids are young enough to make, they're old enough, apparently, to make these decisions for themselves, right? Just in consultation with a doctor, not their parents, not anybody who loves them and ha is their yeah. guardian, legal guardian, yeah. but just with doctors, right? But they're not old enough to drink, to drive a car, to, to smoke a joint, to, <laughs> to, to freaking give their life for their country. They're not old enough to decide whether they want to eat cake for dinner. They're not old enough to decide when to come home at night. Right, like, but we're gonna let them make these radical, permanent 
irreversible, life-altering yep. decisions without the consultation of their parents. And in fact, if their parents object to this, yeah, no, the Canadian government, child services will step in and remove the child from the it's abuse so of parents' care. I, I am, I am Absolutely blown away amazing. by this. And and I don't like I have trans friends, but okay, I don't pretend that living life as like okay, I have said this multiple times, right? I don't hate trans people. I don't hate gay people. I am not homophobic. I am not transphobic. But I would never want one of my kids to be gay, right? And why? Because it would make their life more difficult. They would have a harder time fitting in, maybe. They'd have a smaller pool of people to date and maybe to settle down with, partner with, all of those things. You know, having kids becomes a big frickin' problem, right? Okay, do you adopt? Do you, do, you, do you use sperm donors? Like, how do you go about it, right? All of these things, right? It complicates your life, right? So I would much prefer all of my kids, even though I would accept them if they were gay or even trans, right? I would much prefer them to be straight and perfectly normal and fit into the society, right? That is what I would want for them. And the fact that you have parents out there who are encouraging this in their kids, right? Who are not saying, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. let's just at least tap the brakes a little bit on this, right? And then when they actually, when there are parents who do say, let's tap the brakes on this and really think about it before we take any permanent steps. We have the government threatening to take the kid away from you, right? This, this boggles my fucking mind. I'm sorry about my language. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Okay, um, not, as, not. as, and, and we've, I know we've, we've, we've got to wrap things up here with Karen because we only have her for, for a certain amount of time. Um, Karen, before you, we let... You're probably thinking I would have dropped an F-bomb before anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, 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 Karen... back this whole time. So. Uh, I know, we, we got it. <laughs> but, but before we let you go, how do we get a hold of you online and everything, my friend? Well, you can't get me on Twitter anymore because I got banned. Me I called too. the wrong. I got. I called the wrong male feminist a retard, <laughs> and uh, and that was that. So, um, but you you can find me at owningyourshit.blogspot.com, and you can find me. It's at, my favorite uh, website. <laughs> at YouTube slash user slash girl writes what, and uh, and yeah. Um, and all over the place in terms of just leaving, dropping comments all over hither and yon. Um, so, uh, you know. Well, Karen, make sure you really subscribe to Josh Bernstein on censored.com, please. Yes, and that, that was where I was, that, that's where I was going to go next. That's where I was going to go next. Jump in and just say, you know, uh, there's a great Hang line. on a second. This is literally my ringtone to my phone. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well. Hey, I gotta call you right back. Well, well, Karen, I, I, I know we're up against the clock here. I appreciate you joining us here, here as long as you have, my friend. All right, no worries. And I actually do have to go. So thank you. I will, t I will talk to you guys later. I appreciate and, it. Uh, Take care, everybody.
Definitely, definitely. There goes Karen Strong and um, um, jump in there, Don. Yes, while I get our next guest in here. Yeah, my ringtone is literally "Take Down the CCP." Jiggy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to say yes. You know, uh, before not uh, before Hitler really uh, consolidated his power, uh, uh, each group uh, slowly but surely was uh, disenfranchised, and what we're seeing today is uh, slowly slowly but surely. Each group is being disenfranchised. We have two people on this show today who are disenfranchised by a private organization, which the government can't do. And over time, uh, I don't know about you, but this scares the hell out of me. Because what has made this country great is that we could always 